welcome back. And if you are new here, I am your host, Anna May. I talk about animals from sea creatures to zoo creatures to dogs, cats, snakes, lizards, and any other type of animal that you can think of, even bugs. I've talked about butterflies. I also talk about fun facts for kids, like where did popcorn and candy come from? Some of the videos that I've created, I will tell you. So you'll have a sense of idea of what my podcast is about. My podcast is very interesting. I've talked about ragdoll cats, which are adorable. I have talked about Bombay, bone and skeleton facts, Maine Coons, the world of Marvel, unicorn history, cat breeds, the... What the? Well, that was weird. I have talked about dog, dog finding your wherever. Um, Close-up photography, pipefish, microphotography, cave bears, stars and planets, zoology, twilight sparkle, photography, stick up mash, figure of six, Nancy Drew, peanut characters, summer for kids, American tree sparrow, Mary Kate and Ashley, beanie babies, popcorn, snails, Corella, morning dove, Tinkerbell, Pizza Facts, Giant Pandas, Potato Chips, and so much more. I hope you all will enjoy my podcast and stay to learn something fun and educational. But the key hint here is fun. And welcome back. I am your host, the Susanna May O'Hagan. The only movie facts. Yeah. <clears throat> Let's get to it and do it. Whoa. Okay, the first song was open early 1900s. Before then, films were shown in public halls, theaters, or a Film fair. Movies used to be recorded on film and were then shown to audiences by run through a project on reels. Nowadays, the process is all digital with smaller cameras and digital projectors in cinemas. Films were originally made without sound, known as the silent. movies. When they were shown, there was often a live piano player, organist, organist, and a small group of musicians present to add emphasis. <laughs> kind of like I'm doing it now, but it happens. When the film began to be made with sound, 
or is also known as Tugbeat. The first film to be made with sound is called The Jazz Singer, and it was made in 1927. Films were originally made in black and white. Although many filmmakers experimented with color, the first successful use of it was in the very first 1939 film, The Wizard of Oz. The film starts in black and white and then changes into stunning technological color when Dorothy arrives in Oz. During the 1930s and 1940s, films became incredibly popular. In America, they became the most popular form of entertainment during this time, which became known as the Golden Age of Cinema. In the 1950s, more and more people were buying a television for their homes. This meant there were less people going to the cinema. Filmmakers tried to encourage people back to cinema by making films. There were even more speculature and epic. The 1950s also saw the rise of 3D films. Ah, I remember 3D films. They were quite interesting. I saw the glasses from there, which is so ironically funny. And they're a lot, like, it is a lot. Like, Sometimes they look really cool, and other times you're like, this doesn't really look 3D, what's going on? And I was like, okay, so... I was like, whatever. These became popular in the 2000s. Yep, I can actually say that. Yes, they were. They were huge. We loved them. We thought they were fantastic, amazing, and different. Kind of like, whoa! And then there was times where they didn't always look as cool as you thought. Or if you got the DVD version, and if you don't know what a DVD is, we'll have a different conversation later. And you wore the glasses, it didn't look the same as it did in the theater. Okay. I was born in 1994 and grew up in the 2000s, so like late 90s and 2000s. I graduated high school in 2013. So, I definitely know the 2000s. Okay. With the release of science fiction film Avatar, you can now watch films in 40. <laughs> Watching a 40 film in a cinema might include you experiencing things like your chair shaking, feeling hot and cold, and being able to smell certain scents. I don't think I've ever done 40 because of my health issues i think when 40 came out i think i've maybe only ever been i don't know if it was 40 or not that was years ago but i don't know i don't think i've been doing 40 but that's i can't smell certain scents unless and they would have to tell me because if they did i would have to literally opt out because of my allergies but that does sound really cool kind of reminds me of like almost broad white type of thing that's beside the point. And also, I'm guessing just people with health problems might not be able to do that. The most successful film of all time is thought to be Gone by the Wind. Made in 1939, the film has made an estimate of $2.5 billion. Damn, I don't have a dying button. I have a tongue. Damn. We'll do a day. Damn. 
saw this movie and it's been a while I'm gonna have to relook it up because I heard that's the best movie of all time now I have to really read it I mean watch it read it and watch it <laughs> the most expensive film ever made is thought to be Pirates of the Caribbean on stronger tides it cost around 2,680 million <laughs> movies also known as films are types of visual Communication, which uses moving pictures and sound to tell stories or information, help people to learn. People in every part of the world watches movies as a type of entertainment, a way to have fun. For some people, fun movies can mean movies that make them laugh, while for others it can mean movies that make them cry or feel afraid. Most movies are made so that they can be showing on big screens at movie theaters. After movies are shown on a movie screen for a period of time, ranging from a few weeks to several months, movies are shown on a pay television or cable television or sold on rented on DVD disc or video accessible tapes. Or you could just buy the digital copy, that that's basically what we do nowadays. Unless you want a physical copy, like there's reasons for physical and there's reasons for digital it's really a personal preference i think so that people can watch the movies at home you can also download or stream movies that's true i do those if you want to hear me talk about other movies you can check out my other podcast but only with parents permission and I will tell you the name in just a moment, which is called Sweetie and Sloth Under the Sea with me. These, well, it's SUS Anime O'Hagan Uniquely Sloths. So, yeah, it's just a very long, long name. But I talk about movies, TV shows, so that's why I put it in here, but with a parent or guardian's permission. Otherwise, do not. A movie camera or video camera takes pictures very quickly, usually a 24 or 25 picture. Frame every second. When a movie projects, a computer or a television shows the pictures at the rate, it looks like the things shown in the set of the pictures are really moving. Sound is either recorded at the same time or added later. The sound in a movie usually includes the sound of people talking, which is called dialogue, music, which is called the soundtrack, and sound events, the sounds of activities that are happening in the movie, such as doors opening or uh, other things. In the 20th century, the cinema uses photography film. The product is still often called a film, even though there usually is no film. Hmm. A screenwriter writes a script, which is the story of the movie with words and things that the actor, 
actors will say and do. Then a producer hires people to work on the movie and get all of the money that will be needed to pay for the actors and the equipment. Producers usually get the money by borrowing it from a bank or getting investors to lend money to the movie production. Some producers work for a movie studio. Other producers are independent. They do not work for a movie studio. A movie or film is a type of visual arts that uses images and sounds to tell stories and teach people something. Most people watch movies to entertain themselves or to have fun. Some movies can make people laugh, but other movies can make you cry or feel, or make them feel afraid. Most movies are made so they can be watched at home or on a movie screen at the movie theaters. Movies are shown in movie theaters a few weeks or months after or before the movie is released. Movies can be marketed using media. Movies are shown on pay television or cable television or are sold or rented on DVD disc or video assistant tapes. I want to say VHS because I think that's what it says. So that people can watch the movies at home. Movies can also be downloaded or streamed. Some movies are shown on television broadcasting stations. Movies are filmed with movie cameras or video cameras. Movie cameras make take pictures very quickly and they usually take did I 25 to 20 24 to 25 or frame every second when a movie production, a computer, or a television show, the picture at 24 frames a second in it, it looks like things shown in the set of pictures are moving. Sound is usually recorded at the same time as the picture are, but something they are added later. The sound in a movie are usually people talking. Okay, I must have... I think I did something wrong when I did my notes. Most movies start to be made when a screenwriter writes a script, which is the story of the movie with dialogue and words and things that the actors will say and do. A producer hires people to work on the movies. Yeah, we just wait. Okay. I think I... And actors and directors read scripts to learn what they say and what to do. The actors learn the words from the script that they will say in the movie and learn the things that the script tells them to do. Then the director tells the actors what to do and a cameraman takes the film of them saying the word with a film camera. When filming is done, an editor makes the film play after each other, which makes a story. Audio engineers and sound engineers record music and singing and combine it with the film. When the movie is done, many copies of the movies are made by movie labs and put out onto film reels. Then the reels are sent to a movie theater. A projector shines a very bright light through the film and people sitting in a dark room see it on a big screen. Let's see if we have an ad break for today. Our sponsor, ad break, ad break, ad break, ad break. Sponsor, 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 sponsor. And before we go to ad breaks or sponsors, let's get a little bit of a...
enjoying my podcast and you enjoy this ad break slash sponsor. Okay. A genre means a new type of movie. Movies can be fictional or non-fictional. Even though hundreds of movies are made every year, there are not like another movie. Some movies can be two or more genres. Action movies are movies where the main character is in a dangerous situation and the movie usually has a lot of things happening. Um, fights, like diehards, skyscraper, if they're given the ransom. Okay, adventure movie usually has a hero who go on a long journey and to fight big things like dragons. Animated movies usually draw images like cartoons to tell a story. These movies used to be drawn by hand, one frame at a time, but they're usually now made on computers. They can be 2D animation or 3D animated. I love animation, so let's give it a plug. And Buddy movies involve two friends. Buddy movies usually have comedy, buddy cops. Movies are comedy themed. Comedies are movies that are uh, movies about funny scenarios the character might be in. Uh, Another type of comedy is like a scary comedy and it's dark. Documentaries are non-fiction movies that are are claimed to be about real people and real events. They are nearly always serious and may involve strong emotional subjects for example cruelty. Dramas is serious and often about people falling in love or needing to make a big decision in their life. They tell stories about relationships between people. They usually follow a basic plot where one or two main characters, each actor plays a character to have overcome, get past an obstacle, the thing stopping them, to get what they want. Family movies are made to be okay for children to watch. Disney is famous for their family movies. Fantasy movies include magical and impossible things that any real human being cannot do. Film Noro movies are 1940s era Detective dramas about crime and bad crime and other stuff. Okay. Romantic comedies. Also, rom-coms are usually stories about two people who fall in love and do funny things or have funny things happen to them. Science fiction movies are fiction and also have a lot of science and have machines that cannot be built in real life yet. Sports movies tell stories that involve sports. They're often in form of drama where athletes must overcome some issue. Suspension movies that make the audience stress. They usually have multiple twists that confuse the people watching the movie. I've seen a few of those and I... would call them... more awkward than anything. Tragedies are a type of drama. They're about people in trouble. For example, husband and wife who are divorcing must each try to prove a court of law that they are the best person to take care of the child. Emotions are a big part of the movie and the audience may get upset and even cry. War is a movie genre 
With warfare, they're normally about air, land, naval, you know, like, they have combat scenes central to the story. These stories are most commonly set in the 20th century. Western movies tell the story about cowboys in the Western United States in the 1980s, 70s, and 1980s. They're usually action movies, but with historical costumes, some involve Native Americans, not all movies that are set in the America West are made there. For example, a Western film made in Italy are called Spaghetti Westerns. Some films can also be used Western plots, even if they are set in other places. Most movies lose money, but some make up to hundreds of millions. In Indiana, movies have become an enormous part of the economy, the industry. Oh, India or Indiana? Uh, India. The industry has always been led by a few major movie studios like MGM, UA, Warner Bros, Columbia, Paramount, Disney. You know, all the ones we already know about. There are many large companies that provide all the services needed to make a movie, such as special effects. Special effects. Lightning set building. Many of these employees belong to trade unions who say how much their members must be paid. A large number of smaller companies also offer services, such as music studios, which will record the music for the original movie soundtrack and CGI computer animation. Finally, there are movie distribution companies which send movies around the world or around a country. An advertising company showing people who may watch the movie so they do it. Movies with famous stars, actors who are well known and large budgets, lots of money, are designed to have large appeal, something to a person would like about so that helpful millions of people will pay to see them. These most expensive movies are called blockbusters. Special effects can add a huge amount to the cost of a movie, especially the newest CGI effect. But people have come to expect them, and every blockbuster movie tries to outdo the last, even in 2008. Some movies cost up to $200 million to make. Very successful movies can make many times that amount in profit. That's why the studio kept producing them. This kind of movie will have a lot of promotion, getting the movie into the public through television, advertising, billboards, and internet sites. So I want to say, like, oh, when I was like 2000s, I would say it was probably Twilight that really got it. And probably, like, the Avengers all got it. Star Wars probably gets, like, the most. And Blockbuster blockbuster movies, there is usually a happy ending in which all the problems in the plot are figured out or fixed in almost every except the bad guys live happily ever after. Some movies have been so so successful that the studio kept releasing more and more sequels and movies with the same characters and basic plots. 
Ah, some sequels are good, some uh, depends. Like the Avengers, all of theirs are really, really good. And I think I've seen all of them. And I love them, so. Like, I can't complain. But there's others that were like, really released to like DVD because no one wanted to see them. Like, um, oh, what was it? There was Beauty and the Beast 2, Pocahontas 2. There was a Milan 2. There was a lot of, oh, uh, Lion King 2. Lion King 1 and a half. So there was like a lot of that going on. At the opposite end of the scale to the blockbusters, there is the independent art, or in, is it India movies? I'm not really sure how to pronounce this with even spelling. These are usually made by small movie companies or even just a small group of people to do of people that do not have much money. An example is the Blair Witch Project. I didn't realize that that was on here. Which cost only about 60000 but which has so far taken perhaps $2 million in tickets and DVD sales. Movies like this are very unusual and usually become popular underground. Word of mouth advertising said so they have a cult following are popular but not mainstream. Like Hocus Pocus, the original, like that wasn't really well liked when it first came out and now the new one. Independent movies often tell more creative or unusual strange stories or may have sad endings that do not appeal to the big studios because they can not be sure how the public will react to them. They rarely make a lot of money, but if they are successful, the big studios will quickly try to get the people involved to sign a contract with them by offering them a lot of money to make another film. Often the new movie, with its big budget and its stars, will be less successful than the first. A movie theater or movie theater is a place where movies are shown on a big screen. People are the audience, which movies usually in chairs inside an auditorium. An electric machine called a projector shines a very bright light through the movie and people sitting in the dark room see it on the big screen. A movie theater is something called a cinema. A theater with multiple screens commonly is called a multiplex or megaplex if more than a hundred screen, a ten screen. Movie theaters have comfortable chairs. They are different types of formats of a movie theater. The first theater was opened to the public on April 23, 1869 in Coaster and Blair's Music Hall on the 34th Street in New York City. The oldest movie theater in the world, which is still in action today, is the Kino Pino, opened in 1907 in Poland. Movie theaters make money where not only movie tickets, but from conception which sells food and drinks, popcorn, candy, soda, drinks, etc. In recent years, with the increase of movie rental costs, theaters have become more and more creative about how they make money. New theaters begin built include restaurants, party rooms, conference rooms, arcades, and more. I've actually been to a movie 
theater that has an arcade, a movie theater that had a party room, a movie theater that had uh, food, like actual pizza and ice cream, and there was like a Starbucks in front of it. Sitting near the front might be fun for some, but it's not the best idea for your hearing. If it hurts your ears, then consider covering them or leaving. Or don't buy that ticket and put your seat somewhere else. I've also been to movie theaters where you could pick your seating, and some where you couldn't. You can see the menu and what they offer from the front door, which is nearly 50 yards away. By the time you get to the front of the line, you need to know what you want. I put in some articles that I found. I remember going to the movie theater and just enjoying the smell of popcorn, the people just, you know, getting the movie tickets and going and sitting on the chair and just like enjoying the movie and getting really into it. And just enjoying the feeling of just watching something without being distracted by other things. It was fun, it was relaxing. But if you go to a kid movie, for all you kids out there, yeah, kid movies are a little different than relaxing. They're a little more, you have to get used to kids being there. All of you out there who I love kids, but people expect different things. Movies are a whole different, it depends on the movie, and where you go and what theater you're going. Trust me, movies can be fun and exciting now. Let's see if we have an ad break for today. Our sponsor, ad break, ad break, ad break, ad break. Sponsor, 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 sponsor. And before we go to ad breaks or sponsors, let's get a little bit of a... Let's continue. Some players don't get the huge blockbusters, and some don't get the films they want. Relax and find another theater playing what you want to see. Unless you want to see an old film and you don't feel like, like going somewhere else. But look it up before you go. It'll be helpful. Unless you're like doing the spare of the moment, that's a little different. It's still a good idea to show up on time to avoid getting in anyone's way if you're trying to find a seat. See, unless it has already arranged seating, it is a good idea. But some theaters you have, like, they have already, like, seats arrangements. Arrangements? I'm not sure how to pronounce that. Okay. Keep in mind that not all the employees get to do this. Oh, wait. Do, 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 do. Basically, be courteous and you'll get served. Otherwise, they might tell you to hit the brakes. 
Keep in mind, not all employees get to do this. This kind of perk would be great if it happened all the time, but chances are most employees will see a few minutes at a time of any given movie since they have to be in and out to check on people. Unless you're the person who I think does the projector and then you just get to see the same movie over and over again, which has to be annoying. I'm not really sure how that works. Like one time I asked the person if they've seen any other movie. Like I've seen this like six times all the way through. And I'm like, yeah, I bet. They're like, yeah, it's annoying after a while. They're like, it's a great movie. It's just the same thing over and again. Theaters have a lot of tickets to up their sales and make as much as they can on everything they have to offer. I guess it depends on the movie theater and what movie you want to see. <laughs> I think I've been to movies where they have been sold out because the movie was so like well received. And then I've been to movies where I and the person I was with, that was it. There's no one else there. It was super weird and creepy. A movie theater or movie theater is a place where movies are shown on a big... <sighs> the first theater, yeah, okay. I feel like it copied, like I was doing notes and it recopied. No one person in cinema, however, in the 1890s, the Edison, okay. Okay. No one person invented cinema. However, in 1891, the Edison Company successfully demonstrated a prototype of the Kenterscope, which enabled one person at a time to view moving pictures. The first public kinescope demonstration took place in 1893. By 1894, the kinescope was a commercial success for public Polaroid establishment around the world. The first to present projecting movie pictures to pay audience where the Lermer Brothers L-U-I-E-R-E -E, Brothers in December 1895 in Paris, France. Ooh, wah, wah. Ooh, oui, oui, Paris. Yes, yes, Paris. They used mm, bonjour. They used a device of their own, making the cinematography, which was a camera, a projector, and a film printer, all in one. By 1914, several national film industries were established. At this time, Europe. Russia and Scandinavia were the dominant industry. America was much less important. Films became larger and storytelling. Our native became the dominant form. As more people paid to see movies, the industry, which grew around them, was prepared to invest more money in their production, distributing and exhibitions so larger studios were established and dedicated cinemas built the first world war greatly affected the film industry in europe and the american industry grew relatively important the first 30 years of cinema were characterized by the growth and condensation of a industrial base the establishment of the narrative form and reference of technology. Color was first added. Oh no. Okay, I'm gonna pause you. 
and we're back. Color was first added to black and white movies through hand coloring, tinning, tonguing, and stretching. By 1906, the principles of color separation were used to produce so-called natural color, color moving images with the British camel color process first presented to the public in 1909. K-I-E-M-A-C-O-L-O-R is primarily used for documentary or accurate films such as the epic with our king and the queen through India, also known as the, I'm not sure, the Della de Burr of 1912, which ran for over two hours in total. The early technicolor process from 1915 onward were cumbersome and expensive, and the color was not used more widely until the industry introduction of its three color process in 1932. It was used for films such as Gone with the Wind and The Wizard of Oz, both in 1939, and Hollywood and Matter of Life and Death, 1946 in the UK. The first attempt to add synchronized sound to project picture used Photographic cylinders or discs, the first feature like movie indicator synchronized. The jazz singer used the Warner Brothers vintage phone system, which employed a separate record disc with each reel of film for the sound. This system provides unreliable, oh, was proven unreliable and was soon replaced by an optional herbal dense soundtrack recorded photographically along the edge of the film developed originally for a new release such as movie tone. By the early 1930s, nearly a f- all future light movies were presented with synchronized sound, and by the mid-1930s, some were in full color too. The ad vent of sound secured the dominant role of American industry and gave rise to the so-called golden age of Hollywood. During the 1930s and the 1940s, cinema was the principal form of popular entertainment, with people often attending cinemas twice a week, Orient Super Cinema or Picture Palace offering extra facilities such as cafes and ballrooms came to town and cities. Many of them could hold over 30,000 people in a single auditorium. In Britain, the highest attendance occurred in 1946 with over 31 million visitors to the cinema each week. That's a lot of visitors. Thomas Edison had used pre-fathom 35mm film in the kinetic scope, and in 1909, this was adapted as the worldwide industry standard. The picture had a width-to-height relationship known as the aspect radio of 4.3 or 1.33.1.3. 
The first number refers to the width of the screen and the second to the height. So for example, for every 40 centimeters in width, there will be three in height. With the advent of optical sound, the aspect radius was object objected to 1.371. This is known as the Academy Radiate as it was officially approved by the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Science, the Oscar people in 1932. Although there were many experiments with other formats, there were no major changes in screen radiates until the 1950s. The, the introduction of television in America prompted a number of technical experiments designed to maintain public interest in cinema. In 1952, the cinema process using three projectors and a wide, deeply curved screen together with multiple tracks around, surrounded sound was preeminent and it was a very large aspect rating of 2.59.1. Giving audiences a greater sense of immersion and proven extremely popular. Jeez. However, cinema was technically complex and therefore expensive to produce and show. Widescreen cinema was not widely adapted by the industry until the invention of Cinema Scope in 1953 and Todd A.O. in 1955. Both processes using single projectors in their pre-session. CinemaScope square images of 35mm film, when projected, they were expanded literally by the projector lens to fit the screen. Todd Ayo used films with a width of 70mm. By the end of the 1950s, these inventions had a effectively changed the shape of the cinema screen with aspect ratio of either 2.35.1 or 1.66.1 becoming standard. Stereo sound, which had been all been experimented with in the 1940s, also became part of the new widescreen experience. Solished large screen system using 70mm film were also developed. The most successful of these had been IMAX, which as of 2020 has been over 1,500 screens around the world. For many years, IMAX cinema have shown films specially made in its unique 2D or 3D format by the more recent, they have shown popular mainstream feature films which have been digitally remastered in IMAX format, often with addition screens or 3D effects. I think I've been to an IMAX a couple of times. While cinema has some success in filming, the competition of television never regained the position and influence they held in the 1930s and 40s, and over the next 30 years, audiences dwindled. By 1984, cinema attendance in Britain had declined. By the late 2000s, however, the numbers had troubled 
Treblet. T-R-E-B-L-E-D. The first British multiplex was built in Milton, Kansas in 1985, sparking a boom out of town multiplex cinema. Today, most people see films on television, whether tessels or subscription videos or on-demand services. Yeah, I watch them all the time like that. Streaming film current on computers, tablets, mobile phones is becoming more and more common as it proves to be more convenient for modern audiences and lifestyles. Although America, the USA, the United States of America, which is where I live, still appears to be the most influent film industry, the reality is more complex. Many films are produced internationally, either made in various countries or financed by multi companies that have interest across a range of media. rapidly improving digital technology. Most mainstream products are now shot on digital formats with subsequent process such as editing and special effects undertaken on computers. Cinema has invested in digital production facilities capable of producing screen images that rival the sharpness, detail, and brightness a traditional film projection. Only a small number of more specialized cinemas have retained film projection equipment. In the past few years, there have been a revival of interest in 3D features sparked by the ability of digital technology. Whether this be more than a short-term phenomenon, as previously attempts that 3D in the 1950s and 1980s had been, remains to be seen. Though the, the trend toward 3D production has seen greater investment and industry communication than before. An interesting 
forerunner to the movie cinema was the machine invented by Francis Rowan as the new observatory in 1845. A photosynthesis for Pete's sake. Surface was drawn slowly past the aperture diagram of the cinema by a clockwork Mansions to enable continuous recording. My brain hurts. Because my learning disability is really having trouble. Over a 12 or 24 hour period, Ronald supplied his cinema cameras to trace the ongoing variations of scientific instruments and they were used in observatories around the world for over a century. The choreographic was invented in 1880 by Jules Meyer, a French scientist and choreographer. It could shoot 12 images per second and was the first inventor to capture moving images on the same Pornographic plate using a metal shutter. Yeah, there's no way I can say all this. In 1876, World War Domestie proposed a camera to take a series of pictures and glass plates to be printed on a roll of paper film. In 1889, he would pattern a moving picture camera in which the film moved Continuously, another film camera was designed in England by Frenchman Louis Lee Prince. <laughs> if you want to hear about Louis Lee Prince, check out one of my other uh, podcasts on ACAST. Probably be under uniquely you always, I think. If you're get permission, of course, <laughs> because there is a lot to say on Louis Lee Prince. Poor man. In 1888, he had built a six-lens camera in 1887 at his workshop in Leeds. The first eight lens would be triggered in rapid sections by an electromagnetic shutter on the sensitive film. The film would then be moved forward, allowing the other eight lenses to operate on the film. After much trial and error, he was finally able to develop a single lens camera in 1888, which he uses to shoot squeeze of moving pictures on paper film, including the Round Hay Garden Scene and Leeds Bridge. Another early pioneer was the British inventor William Ferris Gorina. In 1888, he began to experiment with the use of paper film, made transparent through oiling to record motion pictures. He also said he attempted using experimental colloid made with the help of Alexander Parks in 1880. Nine Ferris Green took out a patent for a moving picture camera that was capable of taking up to 10 photographs per second. Another model built in 1890 used walls of the new Eastman 
Colin Louisville, which she had pre-formatted. A full report on the patent camera was published in the British Phonographic News on February 28, 1890. He showed his camera and filmed short with them on many occasions, but never projected his film in public. He also sent details of his invention to Edison in February 1890, which is also seen by Dixon. William Kenneth Lewis Dixon, a Scottish inventor and employee of Thomas Edison, designed the Kenograph's camera in 1891. The camera was powered by an electric motor and was capable of shooting with the new scrap kick film to groove in the intermittent movement of the film in the camera, allowing the strips to stop long enough so each frame could be quickly exposed and then advancing quickly in about one uh, slash 460 of a second. The next frame, the sparkwood wheel that engaged the strip, was driven by an experiment disc, the first particular system of high-speed stop-and-go film movement that would be the foundation for the next century of cinematography. The Lumen Dotman camera owned by Brother August and Louis Lumiere, I am so sorry, Lumiere, was created by Charles Mosin, the chief of the Lumiere Works in Lawn. In 1894, the camera used paper film 35 millimeters wide, but in 1895, the L-U-M-I-E-R-E brother shifted to collar film, which they bought from New York's Celluloid Manufacturing Co. They, they covered with their own unique blue bullet, had it cut into strips and pre-formatted in, in 1894, the Polish inventor Oh boy, K-A-Z-I-M-I-E-R-P-R-O-S-Z-Y-N-S-K-I constructed a project and camera in one and invented he called the polygraph, polygraph, due to the work of Lee Prince, Green, Edison, and the Lumiere brothers, the movie camera had become a particularly Relative by the mid-1980s, the first firms were soon established for the maintenance of movie camera, including Britt, Arkins, Eugene, August, Dixon, Patton's, Prewich, Norman, Garden, DeVitz, Bell, and a lot of others. Universal Insight, Wall, Lennox, and many others that Aeroscope was built and patented in England in the period of 1909 and 1911 by Polish inventor was the first successful handheld operated camera. The cameraman did not have to turn the crank to advance the film, as in all cameras of the time, so he could operate the camera with both hands holding the camera and controlling the focus. This made it possible to film the aeroscope in difficult circumstances. 
including from the air and for military purposes. A first all-metal kin camera was the Bell and Hellwell standard of 1911. One of the most complex models was the Mitchell Technicolor Beam Splitting Three Strips camera of 1932. With it, three color separation originals are obtained behind a purple and a green or a red light filter. The later began part of one of the three different raw materials in use. In 1923, Esmond K. introduced a 16mm film stock principally as a low-cost alternative to 35mm and several cameras maker launch models to take advantage of the new market of amateur movie makers. Though initially to be of interfered quality to 35mm, 16mm, cameras continued to be manufactured until the 2000s by the likes of Blocks Era Barton? I have no idea. Digital movie cameras do not use a long film stock to capture images, as has been the standard since the 1890s. Rather than electric image scenario is employed and the image are typically Oh. Um, record on a hard drive or flash memory using a variety of acupuncture formats, digital SLR cameras, DSLR designed for consumer use have also been used for some low-budget independent production. Since the 2010s, digital movie cameras have become the dominant type of camera in the motion picture industry. Being employed in the film, television projection, and even to a lesser extent, video games. In response to movie, this movie director, Martin Source, started the non-profit organization, the Film Foundation, to preserve the use of film in movie making as many filmmakers feel DSLR cameras do not have covered the depth or emotion that motion picture film does. Other major directors involved in the organization include Tarantino, Nolan, and many more. Edison Laboratory was responsible for the invention of the kinetograph, a motion picture camera, and the kinetic scope, a peephole motion picture viewer. Most of this work was performed by Edison's assistant, William and Dixon. Beginning in 1888, motion pictures became a successful entertainment industry in less than a decade. A single viewer kinetoscope given way to film projection for many for mass audiences. The Edison Manufacture Co., later known as Thomas A. Edison Inc., not only built the acupuncture film and projection motion pictures, but also produce film for public consumption. We will continue this and probably more later this week. Have a great and wonderful weekend and day.
movies, TV shows, books, and games. And I hope you all have a great and wonderful week and weekend. If you want to hear more of me, I do have other podcasts as well on ACAST, so you can check those out. And I also have a kids podcast as well called Gummy Bears Podcast Land that if you want to hear more of me during the weekend, you can. But I hope you all have a great, wonderful week and I hope you all enjoy this. And I just tell you my opinion, facts about the show. Hopefully we could agree to disagree or you could give me your opinion. I could take it into consideration. You could take mine into consideration. And I really do enjoy doing this. You guys are my fans and I love you and you guys are so wonderful social butterflies. And you're so genuinely a great and wonderful butterfly gem. I hope you all have a great and wonderful sloppy day. And don't forget to check out my other stuff. I do have a YouTube channel as well, which is named which is named, I just the Susanna May O'Hagan Sweetie M Uniquely Sloths. And that will be a little bit of facts. Um, Salts only go to the bathroom once a week on the ground. That is it. Just a fun fact, a little bit about sloths that I thought you might enjoy. Okay, over and out. Bye for now. Love my uniquely gem butterflies. Fly off and enjoy. Bye for now.